When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I forgot I had to switch over. I know. Yeah, boys. Okay, so (laughs) off to a little bit of a start. So usually we have Adam around who's here to control all this shit. So it might be a little bit different, but we're going to... No, 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 no. Like, I forgot that I even had to... I forgot I even had to switch the screen off of the, the title. But it doesn't matter. Uh, Cowboys Can Fan is here. We are minus Bandwagon Boy 1. He is still on vacation. He is So that's two back-to-back things that he's 000 for. Yeah, he goes 79 episodes straight, or 78 episodes straight, plus all of the the live streams, and then he drops he's two deuces. In the back pool. in a row. Hey... Cheers. Cheers. So if you're looking for, if you, crack me if you got them, if you're looking anything Cowboys Can Fan, it's at Cowboys Can Fan on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you're, you're here on the YouTube, so I'm not going to give that one out. We have them all. Uh, Cowboys football is back, and we are rolling hard. Uh, now, we are going to be double. So if you're if you're listening, you're like, okay, what the heck? This is there's no difference. I'm just hearing two the two of the sexiest voices. <laughs> <clears throat> If that because that's why you come to CanFan. Uh, but if you're watching, Ant's gonna be doing uh BW1 and hosting while I'm just sitting comfortably <laughs> in my regular role. So, you know, we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. We're out here, we're this is our preseason baby. It is. And what we're practicing for, just like every other NFL team out there, um, is we're practicing for when Adam goes down with that leg injury. <laughs> when he breaks his hands. I don't know how they're going to break, and I hope they don't happen. <laughs> Both hands are broken. I, I enjoy just sitting on that couch and just, like, arguing and, and yelling and drinking. But I got I to gotta have my head on a little bit of a swivel. Um, but Cowboys stuff. So this week, the Cowboys have been uh, holding joint practices with the Los Angeles Chargers. And it's kind of funny because... As long as I've been a Cowboys fan, I don't ever really remember them doing these joint practices. Like last year they yeah. did last year they did uh um they went with LA Rams, but prior to that I don't remember them ever doing this. And now this year, 
well, last week they were practicing against the Denver Broncos. It is kind of funny that the joint practices are like, okay, I, I get it. It's actually preferred, I think, a little bit. Um, if you can do it in a way where you get you get your players basically doing mock kind of football, but at a at a more uh, physical level than you would probably get on an average practice. Obviously, like they're physical. It's football out there. But this is a place where you can actually start maybe pushing to game speed on one or two plays, right? And sizing yourself up against competition. So yeah. the main thing is like you get you're in training camp for these two weeks against your own guys, and all you're trying to do, all you want to do is start smashing the shit out of everybody else. So it's kind of nice that they get to size themselves up against different teams. But I've noticed, and it hasn't happened in in Cowboys practices because I think they've pretty much um, been told by their head coaches that. There's going to be no fighting. Like, we're not going to tolerate any of the bullshit. Yeah. But you see around the league, like, some of these practices may as well be fucking Monday Night Raw. It's yeah. like someone gets pushed, and it's instantly a, a, a brawl or a big scrum. Well, I think it's a, a lot of it, too, is also, like, getting yourself... I've never been able to really um, get myself into, like, a, a fight mode, you know? Uh, I've never really had a fight in my life. Exactly, <laughs> like, little kid shit, right? I, um, but what I mean to say is, even with lacrosse, like I'm not a, but I would, you, you ramp up to a, um, to game mentality, right? Where you're a little bit more meaner, a little bit rougher. And um, obviously that's all the physical, there's a mental part to it too. Getting in there and like, like you just said, sizing yourself up, either you get your head taken off and you're like, shit, does that, does that, uh, refocus you or like bring out the best new or do you smash a dude and be like fuck yeah but one thing i saw about the fights um today at practice terrence Steele actually got punched uh by one of the la chargers players and he just stood there and didn't do anything back in your opinion is that a good or a bad thing like is it good to have that composure or is it bad that he didn't stick up for himself i'd have to see it and i'll I'll look for it It, i haven't i don't even know if you can find a footage of it okay find footage of it um, I just read it on one of the guys' uh, Twitters that's at camp. What? Well, what I would say is I don't like. Um, it's kind of a role thing too. So if I like my quarterback, no, my linemen probably want him to be pretty aggressive. Um, and like, would I, I don't know if I don't like to see him not retaliate, but I think it I really depends. Like, I think I would have liked to see him retaliate. Oh no, no, that's what I mean. Like, I would have liked to seen him get angry, but you know if I'm in the locking room with him and I know his actual mentality, then maybe that's just kind of a thing where he like, he gets slapped and then doesn't do, and, and it like, yeah. maybe that's the bigger impact. But that, right? the, I kind of like it because last game, last preseason game, we were penalized 17 times. Yes. For so, 129 yards. And you know that the guy that throws the first punch rarely ever gets caught. It's the dude that gets punched and then retaliates, right? So I'm sitting here saying, oh, I wish he would have retaliated. But it's like in a game situation, if he got punched and then did something back and got a 15-yard penalty in a crucial moment, I'd mm-hmm. also be swearing at the TV, right? Sure. So, like, you you take it with – I mean, what you ideally want is a guy who can fucking – who is perfect and never never, <laughs> never makes mistakes on, mistakes on field, but then, like, in that joint practice uh, can shove a fucking uh, – uh, the end of a, uh, a broom handle through a <laughs> through one of the players um, tires tires and like you know that meme. So we're gonna take a look at Twitter. They're, obviously, I think Twitter is probably the best place to look for uh, Cowboys uh, practice highlights. We just get the um, ooh, shit. Let me bring that down. 
what was that well, even? We do want we do want some volume. Some this, LVE. Like where did this come from? I mean, we I think we're wow. I think what happened is uh you know, just a quick quick uh Cowboys folklore. We've we've been riding on the nuts of um of Schultz all season. Uh had one little bad thing to say about him. He blocked us, so now we're a little bit butthurt about that. So our our uh our um Wagon's open. Yeah, right? we're trying to get back in the good books of LVE. Yeah, and this is a and great like way. What we're seeing. This is a great way for him to win our hearts back. And I like to see that it's actually this was actually on the first play of the two minute drill, in the practice uh, portion of the two minute drill. Yeah, we're just watching. Uh, sorry, a quick clip here on on Twitter. It's just um, Justin Herbert dropping back, throwing it LVE out in the flat. Fucking gets all Dutch and lanky and Dutch. Dutch no one's around him, but he goes down. I like I like that mentality. You don't like that he didn't try to run no, it back? I, I mean, I would have, but maybe they were like, maybe who they said, oh, this is the last 30 seconds or something. Like, you know how they set up a situation for the drill? I would, I would, I hope he's not just dropping down being like, boys, <laughs> got to get the offense out on the field I, ASAP. I want to see him, I want to see him turn into Zeke Elliott and start fucking shouldering, hit sticking some people, well, to that's be honest. The, that's the other big clip, and I'm just going to scroll and find that while, uh, while, I'm, while I'm talking here. But that's the other big clip that's kind of been talked about. I don't think that was like, last practice right yesterday it was yesterday zeke basically uh came out got a handoff hit the hole and he basically runs just greases through two du- two dudes first guy he hits helmet goes flying off second guy tries to stand him up zeke just keeps power bo- this pulling a- through with his legs i yeah. love it this it's- is uh from dallas cowboys collaboration uh so th- shout out this is a different angle actually than i saw um, run that shit back is this it right here yeah let's see let's see some zeke so the listeners you got to get on the youtube because uh Oh yeah, right here. Boom. <laughs> so three guys actually. Zeke drops his drops his shoulder, hits that first bitch. That bitch's helmet pops up. Then he keeps running. Two other guys come come to square up and take him down. And Zeke goes, nah, not on my watch. Watch this. Okay. Takes the ball, squares up. Boom, baby, big pops. Sees two more yeah. guys. Boom, baby, big pops. Th- this is what I like about it. The, the uh, haters are gonna argue, hey, it's practice, it's this and that. And it's like, yeah, I, I acknowledge that. That's all true. Like those guys are not going to be running to take Zeke's head off, and he definitely ran like uh, um, instigated that. And yeah, and yeah, for sure, he's looking for contact. But that's great. I w- like. I want to. If I want, he needs to come in hungry. There's a lot of doubters out there. He's hitting that running back age where it's like either you've you've plateaued and now you're going to start to come down, or this is like the last year of kind of being. Uh, personal uh, uh, level of eliteness, right? But we we keep it historic. We keep it on both sides of the ball here. We need to look at, and if you could pull it up, AJ Zeke getting hit in the Denver Broncos practice by Bradley Chubb. So we'll oh, sh- yeah. I think this kind of plays into why Zeke's running as hard as he is now, because last week against the Denver Broncos, he uh, is this it? Toss back to Zeke. Oh, 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 oh. Well, this is cool. I didn't know that they actually had commentary out there. Back to Zeke. Oh, oh yeah. like that's so I think and that's, he didn't even crank him as hard as he could Chubb. but oh, I think that's maybe why you see Zeke running how hard he's running now because yeah it's practice but these guys have egos do you think Zeke Zeke knows that this blew up on Twitter no no absolutely I'm saying um it goes both ways like maybe Zeke wasn't running full hard like we're in the practice zone, so the expectation, I mean, in this, I'm sure the expectation is you guys practice hard and practice 100%, but um, there's all those little things that, I mean, look, I can't even wrap my head around around um, understanding. Let me just pause this fucking. 
Yeah, let's get the first one of the night. Crack them if you got them, son. And if anyone's out there, if you're cracking them, make sure you hit that thumbs up. It brings more Cowboys fans into the chat. That's the main thing we want. That's we haven't even been looking at chat. This is one of yeah. our. This is one of. <laughs> hey. This is one of the issues of not having Bandwagon Boy One here. I haven't pull, even looked pull, at pull the up, chat. Pull up the chat thing. I'll just finish my point. Um, it's I don't that, even know how to do it. It's that uh, <laughs> going to the um, bottom, the green. This guy icon, right here, the green icon. Yeah, oh, okay, here we go. But okay, just, uh, there's the chat. My, baby. my, my. Oh, what the fuck? I forget my point. Let's just let's just roll into some. So we got Ki- we got Kilo oh, C shit, in the house. Shit, What's oh, up, shit. Kilo? Oh, sorry about that. Whammy. <laughs> hey, oh, and I'm gonna get a little vape up in. Me. Yeah, get a vape up in you. And then we also got. Uh, oh, look at this here. We got Bandwagon Boy One cracking him. If you got him, I love it. This is actually, uh, Brett Ultra Cowboy saying Bradley Chubb. Chris Brown, Zeke. Oh, hey. that is risque. You mean he he danced and made Zeke super wet? R and B. He R and B sang sang to her. Oh, we got boots on the ground. Eric Serrato in the house. Bot G. Well, I love this. We got all the rags in in the in the town. Hey, what up, Stephen White? It's good to see everyone in chat. Like we said, Bandwagon Boy One is not here. Bear with me. I've never done that this before, and it's hot as fucking here. Like I'm sweating. AJ's vaping to ten. We're having a good old time. I bet you say that to all the boys. <laughs> I think my vape just ran out, so, but that's okay. Back to these joint practices. Yes. I do like that we practice against them twice, like that we're practicing against the LA Chargers twice this week, and then we actually get to play them. So you kind of get a little insight to what they're trying to do already, and you kind of can target uh, certain players, and it kind of brings another... Um, how, how, how do I say it? Like another... Segway? I don't know. Just another level to the the practices oh. in the game. Like for a preseason game, no one's excited, but now these guys have some like they have some history against each other. They've been practicing against each other all week, it's, and I think it makes the the preseason game a little bit more exciting for as far as as exciting as a preseason game can be. Well, let's say this: players on the on the average are definitely well more conditioned than they used to be. You oh know? fuck yeah! However, the NFL is making it much more and more difficult for teams to like go full out on practice. So they are going to try to find every single way that they can. And maybe half of that is um, doing these, these uh, joint practices where you can like circumvent the system a little bit, get some more contact out there. Like, I don't know the fucking rules, but I'm sure like there's, we, we do know how, how stingy the NFL is on uh, preseason practices. Yeah. They don't want, no one wants to see big, big players go down with big injuries. Hell no. Get that thing in you. Crack him if you got him, son. So we got Ultra Cowboy basically saying, I want to see Will Greer on Saturday. So we we are going to touch into the the preseason game, but I do like that point because we didn't get to see Will Greer on Saturday against uh, the Broncos, and I would have really liked to see him with the exact same offensive starters or offensive players that uh, Cooper Rush had because then you'll actually get a good feeling of who can do what with possibly our starters, right? So if you can get the same quarterback playing with the same players, you have a very even way of finding out. What's this? What, what highlight do you got going on here? This is just a little quick out from Will, Will Greer to, I'm not sure, the the uh, running back. Oh, it's our, uh, that's Davis, I believe. Yeah. Davis. So Will Greer is practicing right now, so that means he has a pretty good chance of playing on Saturday against the Chargers. I like that distance created there. Davis has been a little beast. I think he's he. I, we might even go with four running backs to be honest, because you have obviously Zeke and Pollard as our one and two. 
But then you have Dwaddle and Davis kind of fighting for that third spot. But maybe they end up just taking both of those guys, and then we we run with four running backs. Well, then year. who do you who do you keep off the squad? I don't know. It, you know. It, it, so this is how it always ends up being. Teams usually have the same. Well, they right. Certain teams, like some teams, will only keep five wide receivers. We'll probably keep six. Some only keep X amount of linebackers. Some only keep X amount of running backs. Right. So usually, Cowboys are notoriously. They usually keep three running backs, right? Some teams will keep four. So this might be one of those weird years that you're like, these guys, these two players are too good. We don't want to cut them so that another team can get their hands on them. So I would personally keep, keep them on the squad. Yeah, for keep practicing them on the and stuff. Well, yeah. the, that's the issue though. If you put them on the practice squad, anyone can come in there and just snag those bitches up. No, no, but you you can keep them on your roster and have them around for practice just as a fail safe do. Um, I mean, we do have. We do have the depth on running back, but I don't think that's like anything special. You know, like it, running back, it seems like, like yeah. all the NFL has good two running, running backs. backs. Yeah, like guys that are gonna be able to. Well, and how often in in any given week do you see some guy that no one's ever heard of get a game and then they end up running for 110 yards and two yeah. touchdowns, and then you never hear about them again? Then you never do. I mean, shit. Imagine that. What that feeling would be like for for you? Like <laughs> it, it would be so. Like if you were just a dude who had like a two to four like year Al Bundy. You'd be like Al Bundy always talking about his four touchdown game in, <laughs> in high school. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, look, we definitely need to figure out backup QB scenario on any team. Like, the worst thing that you can have. We need someone. The good news for Cowboys here, as I can do my roundabout answer. The good news for Cowboys here is the defense is strong enough that that could take us to a uh, a playoff and win a playoff game. Playoffs. Playoffs, playoffs, and win a playoff game if the um, uh, playoffs. There it is. <laughs> if if our even if our uh, offense gets a little weak and we're and we're kind of just able to score fourteen to twenty one points, you know, we we have the defense on paper and in my mind that can uh, keep keep uh, even the highest scoring teams down. Will that actually translate? I sure hope so. I'm actually. This is. It's funny that you say that. This is one of the first years that I can remember in a long, long, long time that I'm more worried about the offense going into season than I am about the defense. It's usually like, okay, our offense is going to score 30 to 40 points a game. Can our defense stop 30 to 40 points a game? Mm -hmm. This year, it's like, I'm worried about our offensive line. I'm worried about our, our uh, wide receiver depth. I'm worried if Dak gets hurt for X amount of games, if we have someone that can even come in and play it. It's There's a bunch of a bunch of things I'm I'm worried about on our offense when I start thinking about our defense. I can't think as as many issues. Like we have a great we have great depth at linebacker and uh, defensive line. Our cornerback situation is a little bit shaky just because we don't really have much after our top three guys. But uh, the, yeah, like I said, this is one of the first years going into the season that I'm kind of like, holy fuck, is our mm -hmm. offense going to be able to match up with our defense? And also, like we need, I think it's more important to have. Um, uh, a, just a solid, solid starting line. Then you really want to start caring about your depth. Depth is obviously super important because everyone's, someone's going to get injured. But it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. And and again, like, who was Curse? Did did I, I didn't know who he was previous to last? And year. that's the so best part. I love that. I love yeah. when a guy like that shows up that no one knows about. And we have in the chat Kilo saying, "What about?" A wide receiver, Dennis Houston, undrafted guy. He might be something like that. And another guy that we have that no one fucking knew about until 
a couple weeks ago is is Turpin, who had a great Cooper Rush rolls out here, airs it out, and this dude, he's little, but he's pretty quick. Like that's a this is the um guy who the USFL uh, and he waved off the first two yes. kicks or whatever. Yep. And, and, so, he, and he was visibly frustrated. He was with pissed. Himself. So he's obviously got some wheels. He's listed at five nine. Like he's small. Like he's not up against cornerbacks. Aren't big dudes, and he looks tiny compared to a cornerback here. He looks very tiny. But here's what I want. I want a guy who's hungry. He who has a above average skill set, but he's not a he's not in an, an elite. And and maybe he's got doesn't have those uh, big physical traits that people like, i.e. You know the six 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 two hundred and fifteen pound Vasher or whatever. We who who's just he doesn't need. They're polar opposites. <laughs> polar opposites. <laughs> but isn't that great? That's great. We need a little burner, right? Like we lost burner the after turner, so we need turpentine. <laughs> turpentine. That's what people have been calling him. I can't say I, I I didn't make it up. Someone else did. I love. But he's it. jacked up. I was reading an article. They had interviewed him. This was his first time he actually got a deep ball at practice, and he came down with it. And we got to give Cooper Rush a little bit of love here too. Like that's a nice rollout. That's, that's a great a, little pass. That's a nice pass. So, hey, uh, any negatives coming out? Because like we're yes, there is actually. So one of the big one of the big negatives coming out of um, the last two practices, we've had zero running game. Our running game has not looked good. Is that now? And they've been obviously we saw that they were running Zeke, so he's been out there. They haven't been, seen anything on TP20. They haven't, they just haven't been able to get anything going. And I did read, though, this was the good thing I did read. So I read that uh, they have not been able to get the running game going, but we still won this, like the practices. Okay. Which is good, right? So if we're, if we're, ugh, it just makes me nervous. And it goes back to this offensive line that I'm really nervous about. Or I don't know if we have the, offensive line to actually pound it down guys throats <laughs> <laughs> oh what are we talking about again for I'm, playoffs playoffs but I, I it makes me nervous i'm always a big a believer that you have to be able to run the football to win playoff games eventually and i don't know at this point if we have that offensive line and if we get one big injury to that offensive line we're pretty much dicked yeah, like if we lose a Zach Martin, a Tyron Smith, I mean, even a Terrence Steele or uh, any of our offense, any of our five offensive line starters, if we lose any of those dudes, we're going to be in some trouble, like especially at tackle. If we lose any tackle, we don't have a swing tackle on on the squad right now. That's good. And that's healthy. <laughs> and that's I'm just trying to find our uh, our age because we someone mentioned that that we have one of the youngest teams or, or said that we have the youngest team. I, I actually want to check that out. So Ultra Cowboy um, actually brought up a good point. Our running game against the Broncos was good. The Smith brothers from left side will pound it. So you're not wrong against the Broncos. It was good. I'm just talking about this week uh, with the joint practices uh, against the Chargers reports. We're just saying that our running game couldn't get going, but you're right against the Broncos. We did have the running game did look pretty good. Uh, another thing from, oh, here we go. We got Eric Serrato. I read that Nate Newton said that Connor McGovern is playing better than Tyler Smith. If the season started tomorrow, McGovern would get the start. Bring, bring that up on on the... I don't know if I like that. What's it saying? Okay. Uh, Nate Newton. Yeah, yep. he's just basically saying that McGovern, who was starting, he kind of was in and out of the lineup at, at left guard last year, has been outplaying our first-round pick, Tyler Smith. Now I am okay. You you were very vocal about our first round pick needing to start game one, and yeah, I agree. You have to. I totally agree. Like that. That's the point of the first round pick. 
but I'm listening to an argument where it's like if McGovern's better, then he needs to play. 100%. And then if Tyler Smith is going to be our second tier backup for the entire line, maybe not center, because that's a pretty exclusive position. I'm interested. I can, I can see that because then at least he's coming in and filling a huge role, right? But um, you want him to start. You need to push him out there. You need to push, push. Uh, <laughs> just to throw that throwback because I was interested in this. Cowboys are the fifth youngest team in the NFL wow. on average. Yeah. Wow. That. I guess if you look at our like you look at our defense, think of all the main stars. They're all pretty young dudes. They're all in their first contracts. The only old guys left are really like I mean you you can call Dak and Zeke now old guys. They are in their seventh year. Like that's that's old in the NFL. And then. I think the oldest guy on the team is probably Tyron Smith and then a, an OG like Zach Martin. Like, those guys are in their 10th-plus seasons, yeah, which, Tim, is, which is crazy to me. What's DeMarcus? Uh, D-Law. Well, yeah, D-Law's got to be, like, yeah, probably up there too, 9 or 10th nine or season. Like, he's he's definitely up there. It, that's that's funny, though, that we're still considered a young team. Yeah. And I'm excited about the – that's probably some of the most ex- – uh, one of the most exciting prospects from the defense is how young we are. Like we had our defense looked pretty well in a lot of the games last year. And they're so young, like Micah Parsons, Trevon Diggs, uh, Jordan Lewis is still pretty young. Like uh, one of the old guys on defense, the two old guys on defense are Anthony Brown and Demarcus Lawrence. And I don't even really consider them really that old, but it's definitely, that's, that's a cool stat that we're the fifth youngest team in the league. DQ also has some versatility with that front seven with Williams, D-Law and Micah. That's true. And that's another uh great point dq is now in his second year with these guys so like all the success they had last year should technically you would think should be amplified well i think at this point now i can't remember what our answers were but i would say that with all this in mind and uh not seeing preseason week two yet i think williams has the biggest chance of making um an impact which is great because like you know we're, we're we're really powering up the one side of the ball there with defense if that's the case yep but i feel like he is the biggest i know it i think we went i think we said who we thought was going to make the biggest impact and i chose a wide i chose a wide receiver um shit who's our third round uh tolbert tolbert i chose Tol- tolbert but he had actually a shit game he, yeah i know <laughs> when when i look at this you should and, still you should still be able to remember the first quarters right aj i know you were feeling pretty good by the end of the live stream oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> we were Always, all we were all feeling pretty good and if, if 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 this is your first time in the chat we will be live streaming the game on saturday we will be oh, live yeah. streaming the the saturday game it's always a good time we will be cracking them bandwagon boy one will make his return he's not going to go three for three he will be back to man the the starship the what, star, what, yeah. what is the well it looks star? like it go go to our uh, oh, yeah, let's get this view up here go to our one angle look at that there's like 40 fucking screens and the lights bleeding or breathing on us it's like a it's kind of really cool you get a little behind the scenes action there um so what are you but, excited what are you excited about for this weekend's game like what's something building well, off, he, here, off of or what do you got here no no that, that um I'm, I'm gonna answer your question that's just the old clip uh i think it's exciting because it's the game that um, we're going to see the most action out of our starters. Yep. Um, and so it's going to be, and then after this week three, I still think that there's going to be some value in week three and it'll still be a fun watch whether or not that actually happens or not. But this is basically the last, 
the first kind of um, taste of what we're going to see with our offense. The dress our rehearsal. Stra- our, our, our dress rehearsal, exactly. Then we got to wait, like, I think, what, two or three weeks after, and then and then the season starts? Yeah, September it- September 11th. September 11th. So, um, yeah, I mean. We're close, though. I'm excited. You know what this is more for? It's more for us. We need our dress rehearsal. <laughs> I need to get back into the to the zone. I need to be able to uh, get through four quarters of heavy <laughs> drinking. But uh, we did have a lot of fun last time. Um, we had uh, some super chats for the first time. Super in chats our were history. super chats were pumping kilo first ever super chat. That was fucking holla, awesome. Holla. Um, and it was just good to have Cowboys football back on. Hey, uh, I. I just, I see Kilo C saying TP20 got more wide receiver reps today. That's great. Yeah, because like you mentioned, what if we go down to just five wideouts, four running backs, but then treat TP20 as someone who can fill in like that, in the as slot. That sixth as necessary? Well, yeah. we've pretty much we've pretty much um, talked about it all off season. How we want to see TP20 as a wide receiver more. You keep you keep Zeke on the field as a running back in pass protection or running the ball. You put TP20, who's more than capable of playing that, like, Wes Welker, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Landry-type position, you know, like a smaller wide receiver who's shifty. Just imagine getting TP20 one-on-one and just giving him, like, a five-yard out. Yeah. And then and he has separation, and then he has the whole field to dance with. with, with when he's on the field with CD Lamb and and Zeke and so... and uh, Oh, man. Even Schultz, like, Schultz um, has... The catching ability. He's not going to be out there blocking, but he he's he's the threat that's necessary, and he can fill in that position uh, very amicably or oh. very, very uh, high quality. So the, the thing with TP twenty is you just have to get that guy on the field as much as you can. Yes, yeah. Well, it is a thing with uh, running backs and probably every football player, but running backs are definitely the ones who deal with like the largest um high and lows in terms of football touches like one week if you get eight to ten touches they say sometimes it's hard to even get rolling until i've gotten 12 15 touches and then and you see that in games too because the football game too as the game progresses it's a battle of what's the word attrition yep where zeke might be getting stopped but it's his let's say uh any any running back but i'm going to speak on about our boys here but zeke might be getting stopped um he's getting to the line he's getting stopped or he, or he's breaking for 2 yards after the first touch he's not getting a lot of yardage in the first half yeah this let's just uh but that adds up oh, over yeah. the game and then suddenly boom uh, care, baby third third uh third and fourth quarter comes along and he starts fucking just oh god pounding kilo pounding you're the fucking man Kilo, don't don't you dare spend all your weekend beer money <laughs> yeah, on Yeah, that's us. your vape money, Kilo, but we love it. Now, you're just funding AJ's vape addiction. <laughs> get, that appreciate get that Zoom. Get that Zoom. Uh, appreciate it, Kilo. You're the fucking the goat, bro. You are the goat. Get the Zoom app. Oh, wait. One sec. Let me Zoom you here. Let me Zoom you. <laughs> that's the, uh, from, uh, shoot, what's the movie with, uh, I don't know. Jack Nicholson. Psych- psychopath. <laughs> I was actually going to say psychopathic killer. <laughs> yeah, no, he, yeah. played, he played it well. Jack Nicholson in uh, in uh, Anger Management. Oh, yeah, totally. Like at the bar. Yeah, definitely. Kilo, we love you, buddy. Shut up, Appreciate brother. it. Appreciate it. Um, what I was going to say. Yeah, what else do we got we going on? I kind of, we brought up CD a little bit. Uh, he's been sitting out with a bit of a foot, foot injury. And there's probably three guys on the team right now that I do not think could ever get hurt this year. 
Uh, and I, one of them, obviously, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott 100% cannot get hurt for, if we want any chance um, this year to go anywhere. You can't have Zach Martin or Tyron Smith get hurt. And then finally, you cannot have CeeDee Lamb get hurt. Yes. If CeeDee Lamb gets hurt, we are in a whole world of trouble. Um, absolutely. No like, depth there. Or I guess I shouldn't say no depth. There's well, just there's a lot no of, number one. There's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Until Gallup comes back. But there's just a lot of uncertainty once if CD went down. You no, know what I mean? It, that would be terrible. And uh, I think it's just a caution. It's a cautionary tale. This um, is funny. I think, there this, was, oh, sorry, AJ. Was there anything big that 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 popped up? Was there anything big that like a, a play or something where he or was it just like they just they said cautious. he had some he had some ankle in uh, his ankle was feeling a little sore, but they didn't have him in a walking boot, so that's a huge sign. Like if there's any issue that they think might be something serious, walking boot. Like you get put in a walking boot, so it's really good. I think they're more so being like they realize that if CD goes down. They're in a world of hurt. Yeah. So I think it's more of a precautionary thing than a uh, serious thing. Like, I'm sure if he needed to play a football game tomorrow, he could play a football game tomorrow. Yeah. And you're going to see this type of thing. Like, um, I, I'm keeping a, an, a close eye on the uh, injury reports just every day, just looking into see. And you see guys showing up there, and they're like, oh, might not be ready for week one. But we're so far away from week one. They're very cautious in the offseason. Every injury, unless you see, unless you see what happened, and you're like, oh, shit. Uh, I think every injury is kind of like it's all precautionary. They're just making sure that. Um, oh, thank you, brother. They're just making sure that people are not fucking. So while we're on the wide receiver depth, hurt. there's one dude that has been making some noise in camp, and uh, someone had brought it up in chat. I'm, I can't remember who, but it's been Dennis Houston who probably had the play of the day today. So I'll set the I'll set the scene for everyone. It was the last pra- or last play of practice of the joint practice between the L.A. Chargers and the Dallas Cowboys. Let me get one of these in here real quick. Crack me if you got them, son. Uh, it was the last play of the day before the Cowboys and the Chargers wrapped their uh, joint practices. And, uh, well, let's just see what happens here. Last yep. play, last play of the goddamn day. Is this it? I'm hoping so. Yeah, this is it. Look at that fucking ball. Boom. Oh, you, you got you to keep watching. The best part, watch Houston here. Runs up and fucking punts the ball. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of the whole clip. Look at Dax jacked up. Like, we love to see that. The whole Good. team's jacked up. This is the last play. CD's out there without pads on. Like, this is something you love to see. Look at this ball, though. Holy rainbow. That's like a... Oh, that's a good catch. And this Houston guy just keeps making plays. Like he's he's I think he's he might beat out Tolbert for the third. Ah, they the way Houston attacked the ball was awesome, says Ultra Cowboy, and that's what you need. You need a guy that's not scared to go in there and fucking just sell out for it. Like, look, you don't even see him in the shot. He kind of just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, he does come running up. <laughs> you don't even his body. You don't even see him. And watch this punt again. <laughs> It's such a fucking middle school kick. I, it's like such a bad kick. If you if you just if you just saw him kicking the ball, you would not like without pads on and just like at a field, you'd be like, that guy's not athletic at all. No, 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 I know, I know. It's like a, a guy who kicks the ball at, at a uh, a fair. Right um, here. I need to watch it one more time. Here he goes. 
Look at the team running Whoa, out though. CD's yeah. running out there. You got Jaron Curse. You got Trevon Diggs. Dak comes in with the shove. I love it. I love seeing shit like that. Yeah, I mean, look, more, um, we weren't and never probably actually uh, strongly considering it at all. But there was that. I mean, anytime any player wants to play in the NFL again, uh, they always throw the Cowboys in the ring. But there was that uh, uh, article or, or fucking tweet from Antonio Brown, basically. Don't want him. Look, you know, and this is like what I'm looking at here is is, I mean, it's one fucking clip, but the team like <laughs> the, the team seems to be bonded. They're bonded very well, and Gotta, that's that's gonna make everyone play to oh, their top. Shit, yeah, they're they're bonded. They're ready to go out, and I think everyone on the team doesn't matter what position they are, doesn't matter if they're on the team or not on the team. I think everyone wants to go out and have a way better game than they did last week. I got to give yes. a quick shout out to 21 Armando 21. Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him, son. The man, 21 Armando 21, TikTok legend. Um, so all of this is leading up to, do you like that they do the joint practice against the team that they're going to be playing yeah. on the weekend? I think that's kind of th- fun. I think it's better because that's what I mean. Like, by the time they play the game, they have a little bit of history. You know, like, it hasn't been as rough and tumble as most of these joint practices, but these guys are now have a little bit of history against each other. Yeah, a little bit of history, and I think it also just um, kind of plays off of that same vibe of, like, you're practicing for a team one week, and then you play them on Sunday, and yeah. then you prepare, prepare, uh, prepare for the team. Preparation the age and butthole, because age, the weather... Which I've had to use. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't? Okay. That didn't work for mine. Well, you need to, you need to eat ice cubes and rest. <laughs> yeah, and lots of beer. Stick a cold one between Stick your cheeks. Stick a cold one in the cheeks. <laughs> um. Anything from 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 chat or yeah? Let's check out chat. Let's see what these little sucker fishes are doing in there. Did add did add best? Uh, Ad's gone. Bad wagon boy one's gone. What twenty one Armando twenty one is asking? What are the expectations for oh, the Saturday? This is a perfect transition. Let perfect me pull, se- perfect segue. Why don't you uh, start on your thoughts and I'll pull up our. So my expectations, I don't. I just want it to be a cleaner. Like I don't want us to have. I I. I'd be upset if we had more than 10 penalties. Oh, man, dude. If we have more than 10 penalties, I'll be mad. Because we had 17 against the Broncos, and that was 17 accepted penalties. Yeah, really? So we actually had more penalties called on us. Sometimes it was two on a play, and sometimes the Broncos declined them. So it's like... Well, we had... um, Shoot, I got to pull up his name. Our homie was going over... um, this is, I just did this the perfect timing, didn't I? Uh, what the fuck is you this? Carver, Bryson. Bryson oh, yeah. Carver. Yep. Shout out to Bryson Carver in that podcast. Is that what it, what it is? Awesome. Uh, but he was ta- He had this little clip shared to us by uh, All Even, uh, All Even's Barry Grant Jr. And I saw this clip, and he was just talking about the, dis- the difference between, like, a handful of NFL teams and what the Cowboys got. And he brought up a good point. It's like p- penalties are all about the discipline of the t- of the player, and like how much do you give to on? I don't. I, I don't. You could play the clip. Yeah, like yeah. find like okay. find, I'll, I'll go back to this. Like I'll idea. I'll talk about going in. You find the clip. Bryson yeah. would love for us to flash him up on here. Anyways, the guy's a, a legend. He was actually going to try to be on tonight, but um, just I'll start talking about the yeah. game a little yeah. bit. I'm. To, for 21, 20, uh, 21 Armando 21, I'm kind of excited to see uh, 
I want to see, there's three things. Let me get my facts straight here. Three things I'd like to see. Our kicking battle. I think our kicking battle is very important. We've struggled with kicking for a lot of years, and I think it's really important to get some sort of groove going into the season. Last week, uh, our boy Hallelujah shanked one, uh, and then we had one point after made. I'd like to see a couple field goal attempts at least to give me a little bit of, um, I don't know, I just just to feel a little bit calmer about the position because we haven't seen we haven't seen shit. We are yeah. our, our our fucking our kicking our kicking game has been so bad for the last three years. I say if we get out to the if we get in between the fifty and sixty yard line, our own fifty and uh, uh, let, fifty and forty, let Maher kick just it. Just fucking kick. The Let's guy, just see what the kick looks like. Mars had three sixty plus yard field goals, so I'd like to see him. Maybe after his last stint with the Cowboys, maybe he's finally figured it out. I was I was hoping Lirum uh, Halajulula. I can't yeah. even say his name. I was really hoping he was going to make the squad because he is a fellow Canadian. But that kick, that kick he missed. Uh, crack him if you got him. Crack son. him if you got him. Yeah. So do you, Se- sealed his fate. Hey. So do you got the old clip here? I got the clip here. So uh, so shout do- out to Bryston Carving It Up Podcast. Uh, he's it, let's hear it here. Make sure my volume's up. Crank that, soldier boy. Handle these. These well-coached teams had. Keep in mind, the Cowboys had 17. The Tennessee Titans had five penalties. Baltimore Ravens had six penalties. The San Francisco 49ers had six penalties. The Chiefs, Steelers, and Rams had two. Wow. (laughs) Fuck. If you combine Chiefs, Steelers, Rams, if you combine their penalties... That's still about a third of what the Dallas Cowboys committed by themselves. Wow. So- that's that's pathetic, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to say it. That's just undisciplined, pathetic. That's just bad. It was actually, I think, um, how I added it up is I took the two teams who got six and then those three teams who got six combined, and they got 18 penalties together. So, so- everyone... So like everyone basically that he mentioned had 18 and, and Cowboys had 17 accepted. So Accepted. It's, I think, I'm, I'm kind of a ostrich with my head in the sand right now. I don't want to look at that. I want to, ho- I'm, I'm hoping that that is not an actual issue, but it's consistent with last year. It was atrocious on this game uh, uh, last week. So do, what's the over under for us to show improvement? <laughs> 10? I, well, <laughs> Nate dog, Nate dog called it last week. We said the over under for Cowboys penalties. He was calling it. Nate actually said they would have more than 12 penalties. Really? Which is actually like a high, a, a pretty ballsy like yes. call out. Like I was like, no, I was like the over under is probably like six. Sure. And they blew that out of the fucking six water. thinking 10, six <laughs> thinking like, I'm like, they'll probably get 10. But if, if, if Vegas was doing it, they're not going to put 12 because no one's going to bet it. Right. What were all the penalties? St- stupid shit. There. Tyler Smith had two holding penalties uh fowler had a unnecessary roughness we had two roughing the passer like just just penalties that shouldn't happen like a couple false starts couple uh proceed you know just shit that should be coached out the fucked up thing about this is mike mccarthy came out after and said having these penalties actually makes us a better team or will make us better in the future and i just kind of thought that was a funny quote and actually barry grant jr from the all even podcast had sent that to me and my response to that was, that's the equivalent of telling someone with their learners or like that's practicing for their driver's license 
that getting a ticket will make them a better driver. Yeah. You know it's what like, I mean? Like something that's penalizing you. The only way that works is when it's like, hey, we don't know how to play this game. We're figuring it out. And and every time we learn what the uh, rules are, we get better. It's like, oh, that's what the fucking playoff <laughs> game where you had 14 <laughs> penalties comes into play. You know, like that, well, that's just such a instead. I would like Mike McCarthy to hold everyone accountable and be like, it's unacceptable. It's not going to happen again. And if it happens again, people are going to get benched. People are going to get cut. Not come out and say, oh, it made us better players. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it, in one argument, a penalty is good if you save your quarterback from getting hit. The other argument is it's bad if you are getting the uh, a completed pass pulled back and then minus 10 yards. Well, the one I can, the two I can think of from uh, last week's game, I believe it was Jordan Lewis. Or no, sorry, I think it was boss man Fat who jumped offside when they were kicking the fo- football. Yeah. They, they missed the kick and then... We get a penalty, they reset back up, and they kick it, and they get it. You know what? I'm a Shit little— Shit like that drives me bonkers. It's true. I'm a more accepting to—not not a lot if someone's jumping off a lot, but I'm more accepting to a a jump or, or an offside uh, uh, um, a neutral line infringement than I am an in-game hold or something. Because, like, holds happen absolutely. Uh, maybe, maybe, you can ha- maybe you can get away for, with two or three of those a year. Right. Yeah. Like being called in those because the fundamental like it's it's probably I don't know O-line all the all that well, but it's probably in the top three rules about how to avoid holding. Yeah. And then, well, <laughs> the, the, the shitty thing with holding is it happens on every fucking play. It does. It it's does. just basically the ref's discretion. You know, it is. So so you need to find that super fine line of like I'm holding until that point and then I'm letting go. Yeah. As soon as the guy moves that way. Yeah, you gotta let go. Because every you look, if we slow down, if we slow down in every play in the NFL, you could make number of of penalty calls. So I actually saw this stat that Coop uh, Whitson brought up, and it's actually a mind boggling stat. Uh, Zach Martin and his fucking ten years in the league or whatever many years he's been in has only ever had six holding calls. Really, our first round pick Tyler Smith had two last game. <laughs> So, I mean, that puts it in perspective. I think we had a couple offensive linemen, uh, Connor Williams being one last year, that probably had multiple, probably had the amount uh, Zach Martin had in a couple games. Zach Martin is just a beauty, and he I'd still think he's probably our best player in uh, on the team. I just want the to guy is just a, a beast. Look at that. Well, yeah, what I like about him is, and you don't see this uh, often, he's got oh, the no. football. Oh, I can actually. Oh, I'm fucking it up. Zoom in on that. You can see where his belly button is. Because <laughs> I have that when I wear my white T-shirt into the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and always doing this. In, yeah. Always doing this, pulling it off my boobies. He's su- <laughs> he's very athletic. He moves quickly. Um, and you don't see the guy who is he has his size, his body size, and athletic and, and, and is athletic. What you'll see often is, like, I'm a very big guy, and I have maybe a little bit below average athleticism, but yeah. I'm big. I'm six, five, 300 pounds. So, I, yeah. so I can sit here and play this position well enough to be in the NFL because of my physical stats. And obviously there's a, there, all those guys are faster, stronger, quicker than me. So I'm not judging. Is that I'm a just Kanye saying, song? Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> but what he has, what Martin has is this um, athletic ability as well. And, well, and that's smarts. What, and the intelligence. Yeah, he's he's the fucking complete package. He he's is. the whole package, let's, baby. Let's cheers to that. Cheers, cheers to, that. to Zach Martin. Big old 70, the 
big old hammock. He's uh, only a 98 in Madden, though, so he's not that great. <laughs> he should well. have been a 99. Fuck you. Actually, that's a, a good thing we can talk about before we jump into these. Yeah. The Dallas Cowboys and the Los Angeles Chargers. So uh, the big thing, sorry, not Madden. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just said Madden 23 is coming Wait, out Madden soon, Madden 23 is coming out. <laughs> Wish they would sponsor us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're working Next it. year. Next, Next year. year. No, what I was going to say was the uh, top 100. Oh, shit. The NFL top 100 who actually had a couple Cowboys crack the top 100. And there's always controversy, right? Is that there, the ne- NFL Network? Yep, NFL Network. So I don't know how, how will this work. If I show their website, do we get copyright infringement or no? No, no. Website's fine. Okay, website's so fine. let's get this up. So you start off uh, with Kyle... Juice Juiciak, who is a he is for interesting, fullback, which is you don't see fullbacks on the list very. You often. don't see fullbacks on NFL teams very it's, often. It's anymore. kind of one of those positions that's dying off uh, a little bit. Who, or, when I say fullback, who stands out in your mind the most? Like out, out, forever. Just, uh, uh, I mean, I have one person in mind. I think he was he was more of a running back, but it, you I, mean of all time? Sure. So I just as Cowboys, I think of uh, Daryl Moose Johnson. Okay. So he's like, he was basically the fullback for Emmett Smith, blocked for Emmett for years. Uh, they're great buddies. Like, he's who I think. But then if, if besides Cowboys, I think about fullbacks. And I have two guys that I think about, actually. I think about Mike Allstott. That's who I was Tampa Bay say. Buccaneers, who the guy was just an absolute freight train. And then I kind of, th- I, I also think about the, the Mike Allstott resurgent player who was Peyton Hillis. And, uh... Peyton Hillis didn't have a great career, but when he was first started running the ball, everyone was like, oh, we brought it back. So there's there's Moose, who's just a... Wow. Hands, he looks like Mel Gibson. He looks like Mel Gibson. Totally does, dude. But, um, yeah, so we... so Anyways, the top 100. Yeah, top 100 here. Fullback. Cracks it at a hundy. Yeah. And... Um, I guess when you find the fullback position and and essentially they're a third running back, I guess is what you're really putting him on your your team as. Um, but shit, Allstott showed showed you that that position. I, like I don't know the, what the what the differences are between a fullback and a running back. Basically. Fullback doesn't really get the ball, but Allstott did. Allstott did. Allstott got the ball. Fullback's basically just a lead blocker running out in an eye formation, and you can because you run out of that formation so. Not like not as often as they used to in the eighties, nineties, seventies, whatever. Yeah, they they'll use like a Connor McGovern or they'll put in a tight end. They they have the enough players that can kind of match a fullback in those packages. So that's for, why you're kind of for, for what it. you need. Yeah, for what for you what need. You need. Yeah, that's why you're seeing it dying. So our first, the Cowboys' first player. I'm just gonna go through Kirk Cousins, David Montgomery, we're at 97, Leonard Williams, who I like. I I've always liked Williams. <laughs> Leonard. La- what is it? Leonard? Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me. I'm fun- you, you, I'm hooked you, on phonics. Yeah, you definitely sound everything else, yeah. which is J- Jamie Will Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie? Jamie Ward. There, there he is. CD. CD at what? 95. And he wasn't on the list last year, it looks like. Is Was not on the list last year. Do you what do you think about this? In chat, what do you guys think? We got we got Cooped Winston saying they had CD below OBJ, which is kind of crazy. Uh 95, I don't think it's that bad of a spot for him. Here's what I think about CD coming in. Um he had a great last year. Remember, this is his third? Mm-hmm. Third NFL season. Like 
sure, he's our big boy and we look at him like that, but he's really only had one NFL season where um, last year. Yeah, last year he he was kind of starting to, and as Cowboys fans, we love to say CD Lamb's a beast. He should be higher than 95. But with, like you said, his stats from last year, he had 1,100 yards, under 100 catches, and under 10 touchdowns. Like, I think 95 puts him in a spot that it's still showing him respect. Like, 95. It's giving him the respect of the number one wide uh, receiver top, position. Top 100, top 100 out of the whole fucking league. Yeah. Like, that 95, I still think, is nothing to scoff at. And I think he could, he could be top 20 next year. Yeah, it all depends on what he does. Um, he has all the opportunity in the world. And he, I think he's got the physical stats. The only thing that concerns me about CD is is potentially his uh, demeanor. Is he too soft, kind, lax, laxadaisy? Is that a yeah, word? yeah? And, and you don't know. Maybe he might be one of the fucking most angriest dudes. Like, is he able to play with some some grit, some grit and fire when it when he grit. needs to? And I think I I have no reason to see not except for I've just like in interviews and stuff. He's really mild. I know Micah Parsons can. His attitude, his personality, like I know that he would be able to switch it on and say, and be the guy who's like, fuck you. I'll kill you. I'll kill you. On the field, I'll kill you. Yeah, yeah. Like even though he's laughing and having fun, like he might have his own words for it, but I know he's able to switch to that position. And I love when offensive players have that. And CD, I think, is more of a finesse kind of guy. He's got some moves. He's got some good run after catch. Uh, or uh, yards after catch, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. He's not. He's not a mean guy. I haven't he's, seen it yet. I no. haven't seen that mean. Uh, Roy McCallion in the chat. Hey, hey, Roy. Hey, fellas, looking good tonight and funny too. You know, Roy's coming in with the funny. Love it, Roy. Appreciate it. Uh, Lewis Her- Herrera. I'm. I know I'm butchering your Herrera. last name. Herrera. There you go. Thank you, AJ. Uh, CD is fast but too small. Mm. And then cooped with uh, Whitson is he's flash flashy, which isn't a bad thing. Okay, so CD. Is fast. Does flashy mean like he goes to a street corner in a trench coat flashy, yeah. and just flashies? Yeah, and you know what? People do like that. <laughs> you, you can start making your name around uh, the um, uh, Texas, uh, Dallas area, the Metroplex. Yeah. So, but CD is flashy. <laughs> he definitely is flashy. He's got uh, that catch up against Minnesota in his rookie year was fucking awesome. His catch against the Patriots uh, to win the game in overtime, like he's definitely flashy. Yeah, flashy though is that just because he's going up there and making a play? I mean, like finesse, flashy. Some, yeah, but sometimes play, sometimes plays are flashy. I don't see CD going out of his way to to do like fucking uh, Bitcoin deals and shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> he OB, he's, not, he's not a diva. He ain't a diva. Um, so I'm fine with that. I'm if he is flashy, I'm fine with it because it, it's not affecting his like. He's not bigger than who he thinks he is, which actually, you know what? This kind of maybe is the benefit of his personality where he's going to play hard. I guess my concern with CD lamb is who's going to, who's going to punch the guy in the head when someone gets rough with him. Yeah. We have that guy on the team. No. Does football like hockey has that, those enforcers. Yeah. Does football have those enforcers? Like, or is it just kind of a general Fo- team football kind of it used to. Yeah, in like the seventies and even the 80s. you don't have the you you don't you can't afford the spot anymore. The you're not wor- spot. you're not worried about someone just earholing you, right? Like you're not worried about uh, one guy on the field who's a mean motherfucker that's just gonna take your head off, right? Yeah. Like illegally, which hockey kind of has. 
right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can. It, the difference between hockey is me and you can square up legally and but, and fight. But it's not legal because <laughs> it's a penalty. It is a penalty, <laughs> right? Right. But but still, like, but we're that's kind of what it meant. We're not getting kicked out of the game right, after. Right. Right. Whereas if you, but if you throw a punch in the NFL, you're hey, you're gone, which is fair. This is the question you got to ask yourself: um, if CD Lamb, Zeke Elliott, Dak Prescott get fucking someone. Ear holes them. Ears holes them. Knocks them out from behind. Who are, who on that offense is going to be the first one that's not running Schultz? Up? Not fuck no. Schultz is going to go like this. Ref, ref, <laughs> ref. <laughs> it's definitely not Schultz. I maybe eventually Tyler Smith. He seems like he got he has a little sure. dog on him on defense. I think Ridgeway maybe. Oh yeah, well, I, I think, think we got. A, I think the Vanilla Gorilla. I think we got a couple. I on think defense. we got a couple D-Law, on defense. You can get D-Law Curse. I think would be right up in there. I mean, Boss Man Fat. We Boss know who Man he rolls Fat. With. We know he he might get you shot up in the parking lot <laughs> after. Rest in peace. That's not a funny joke, but um, <laughs> but it's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, but here, let's keep scrolling down and see yeah. who our next Cowboys player on sure. this NFL Top 100 is because we did have a couple crack them if you got him on the list. Wow, Tucker. Must I mean, be fucking nice to have a kicker, dude, making the top 100 on your team. The, the I, I'm gonna reiterate I, I, the point I think I made on our last live stream. But kickers, <laughs> kickers, no, not beautiful. Have so much impact on a game. Yep. Uh, probably are the the like most secluded person on the team too. <laughs> like, or or the biggest opportunity. The to punter do. doesn't even want to talk to them. Yeah, well, the punter I guess is number one. But the kicker is long snapper is another one. If if you can get anywhere from six to twelve points from a kicker in a game, oh yeah, that's a huge difference maker. Just go back and look at the um, well, and let's say games. Let's say six to twelve points, but more importantly, over ninety percent. Yes, yeah, 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 made. yeah. Because then it doesn't matter. Whenever he's in the position to make it, he's making well ninety percent. You're basically fucking. You're like Dan Bailey in his prime. That was the last great cowboy kicker, Dan Bailey. And he kind of fell off. Von Miller had a chance. At, had a chance at Von Miller. Cowboys but, I mean, had a chance at him. Cowboys have a chance at every single. Here we <laughs> go. Oh, there he is. A member of the 2010s All Decade team. Really? That's impressive. Wow. He. So uh, it's Tyron Smith for anyone who's just listening out there. Number 92 ranked the 92nd best uh, NFL player or the, top. The NFL thing player. I like about this list is it's voted on by the actual players. Really? So it's like legit like th- And this is the good thing. Like I've been paying attention to this to see what cornerbacks are on. And I'm going to do a little spoiler right now. Mm-hmm. Trevon Diggs hasn't been called out yet on this, but there's a few cornerbacks that have been that everyone thinks are better than him. And it's kind of like a nice arguing point to put into your pocket. It's like the guys that play against the dude think he's this number. That's if Diggs makes it on the, in the top 50. They went from 100 to 51. Okay. No Trevon Diggs yet. Hmm. It would be, is he going to be on the top 50? That's a very exclusive. How, how do you leave him out, though? You can't. Like, I, how is he not? Like, if he if he isn't on it, I'd. I don't even know. Like, I, Look, I would be very surprised if Trevon Diggs isn't on the top 100. Me and you have the same feelings about Trevon Diggs that uh, we. I don't give a shit that he gave up 1,000 yards. Um, I've looked and we've looked in that too, and it's really not it's that. It's a fucking stupid stat. It's, it, it, well, it's just, it's nothing so extremely, he's not so far off everyone else at those 11 
matter. Like you got to put some weight on how much is an interception worth, and then how many yards is that worth? Well, and that's why, I th- <laughs> and and two touchdowns he had, and that's, two touchdowns. That's why I think he's going to still be in this top fifty when it comes out because players realize how hard it is to do to what do he did. It hadn't been done in, in forty years. But anyways, I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, back to Tyron Smith, yep. all decades team. Guy's uh, in his 11th career year. He's been to eight Pro Bowls. Uh, He was number 18 in the 2017 rankings. The only thing that's holding him back from being in the top 20 again is injuries. Yeah. If if he's not as, and I don't want to call him injury prone. The guy's been in the the NFL for 11 years. You're going to get dinged up. If he was healthier for more games last year, I think he's higher up or they're even thinking about the year before where he's hurt. Cause you're going into this season thinking, okay, Tyron Smith's probably going to miss X amount of games, but I like to see that he's on the list. Um, yeah, but he hasn't had that full season since 2015. So that is a, that's the problem. That is a concern, but is he missing one game or is he missing five games? Exactly. It's hard to say. Um, I guess that's as far as down as on this list that we need. Kyle Pitts. What, What do you mean? Oh, do you want to go through the whole list? Like, we, no, we don't have to. Is there any other Cowboys? I believe Zach Martin was on it. I okay. think he was 68. And I think that was the last Cowboy on it. So Zach Martin was at 68, uh, which I, again, I think Zach Martin should be way higher than 68. Let me see. Oh, I'm going to hop here. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Shit. <ass. laughs> I see. I seen. Uh, Fucking Ant's beautiful mind just. I seen this funny uh, comment on the Reddit thread when someone had posted that he was 68 and someone's like, he's either one spot too low or 50 spots too high. So meaning he should have either been number 69 or been like in the top. Sure. Top 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he should be in the top 20. The guy's an absolute monster. Zach Martin is a mainstay on the top 100 list. This is his sixth consecutive appearance. Wow. Thanks to a return to full strength after a calf injury robbed him of his six games in 2020. The eight-year veteran recently logged his seventh campaign as a Pro Bowl and fifth as a member of the AP All-Pro team. Those accolades are expected at this point for a potential Hall of Famer. That's not potential. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one All-Pro season away from trying another legendary Cowboys guard, Larry Allen. Wow. Here's a question. Impressive. Who gets into the uh, Cowboys Ring of Honor first, Zach Martin or uh, Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Probably Zach. Probably Zach Martin. The Definitely. way Jerry. The way Jerry's handling that Ring of Honor. Probably Zach Martin. To be honest. <laughs> so should we jump into a little bit? Uh, yeah. Jump into a little bit Chargers Cowboys preseason matchup here. Let's do it. Um, I have the game right here. There it is. So we're we're going to Inglewood, California. We're gonna um is this at SoFi? Yeah, it's at I SoFi, believe right? we're gonna have boots on the ground. Eric bought G Eric going to SoFi Stadium. Um uh, obviously if he you know we'll figure it out. We're 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 doing it live. We're gonna have uh, Adam in here as well. So uh, but anyways, the point being we're gonna have some potential uh Live updates from the game Hell for yeah. us during you, the live you know, stream. So. You know boots on the ground, Eric's going to send us some good content. And it looks like, I mean, I don't think it matters. It's a dome, but it's a nice 71 degrees. So, uh, wow, 71,500 person capacity. And that's probably just the lowest amount that'll hold. I bet you if they do uh, standing room, it's, it probably oh. probably jacks up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that they fucking lie about those numbers too so they can f- squeeze more people So in. looking at this doesn't really... <laughs> 
tell much. Maybe go over a little bit to the NFL news on it, or does that have to do with the Chargers, uh, Cowboys at all? That's uh, just no, that's just your NFL. NFL news. <laughs> oh hey, Golden State Warriors. But uh, so this is kind of like here. well, because you got well, go full injury report. Let's check that out. Let's see who's going to be on the injury report. I wonder if they're going to hold CD out. Oh, it's just so just go everyone. down to the Cowboys here. Cowboys injury report right there. Ooh. Wow. So, I mean, you got a couple. You only got one out, which is our, our I think he was our sixth round or fourth round pick, Matt. Uh, well, let's go. But you got CeeDee Lamb mm-hmm. on there, Jordan Lewis, Noah Brown. They're questionable. They'll probably be held out. You got Weir, uh, Will Greer, Tyron Smith. And this this is back to this is really this shitty. Is this is really shitty for a guy like Will Greer, who was making a case to possibly be number two, QB two. Well, do you think that this is um, just a like they are just putting people on the list here? I don't know. Stuff, but if you're questionable and you're a main player like Tyron Smith or CD Lamb, it's like why even play them? You know what I mean? But if you're questionable and you're a Will, a Will Greer who's trying to make the team at a very important position, it's like, dude, if mm-hmm. if, if it's me, if, if, if it's not life-threatening, I'm just telling – well, I guess they have doctors to actually decide if he can go. But I'd want to be out there playing if I was Will Greer. Yeah, I, I well, if I'm Will Greer, I want to be out there so I can secure my spot, absolutely. Make, but, it, make an NFL team, right? Yeah. And it, these are those, those are the important reps, especially the games. Like, those are the reps – and when you see a guy like Cooper Rush kind of, you know, shit in the bed per se, like yeah. this could be your one NFL chance to become a quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I'd be chapped if I was hurt, man. Kind of well, feel bad for the guy. I mean, I think we definitely want to see Will Will Greer out there in a game. And, and this would be um, week two would be the perfect week for him to come in, settle in, maybe after Dak has done. Uh, a, a, How long a, do you uh, play Dak? I give him at least one. Um, what are they called? One series. One series. If if that one goes quickly or smoothly or or things are feeling good, I might give him another series after that, and then then I shut him down. I think if he comes out and he go like if say they are playing Dak, this, who knows? They might not even. It'd be very stupid to me if they didn't. I think they should play him at least a couple series. But I think if Dak goes out there and he marches down the field and they look good and they score on the first drive, maybe you do take him out. But if he goes out there and has a couple bad passes, they look out of sync. You got to at least give him another second or third. You no, can't go in there. True. You can't go into the this, week one without any game situation. I'm either looking for two. For me personally, as Coach Alec, Co- Coach Johnson, highly respected coach uh, for the um, Chilliwack <laughs> Football League. Um, uh, I'm. I want players to look like they're ready to play, and if like how they perform is not necessarily as important as just seeing like for a guy like Dak, who I I've seen years of, I know, he's you an know NFL what you're player. getting from Dak. I just want to make sure that he's like, he might've had a rough, a rough game, but if that, if he, I see him throwing well and shit, okay, let's get him off the field. I don't want to make the, the, the thing that you cannot have happen and you can't fucking actually like guess which play it's going to be, but you cannot have uh Dak being injured from a preseason game. You can't have Fuck. Zeke being injured from a preseason you game. You can't have any of this main no, stars. No, no. A Micah even, like Micah getting injured, D-Law getting injured. Neville Gallimore, I think, got, was in, I think it was week one, actually got hurt last year, but it's just so, it's such a kick in the balls if one of your main guys that's 
a mainstay on the team like a Dak, a Micah, you know, any of the guys we just named, yeah. if those guys get hurt in a meaning, meaningless game where you know what you get from those guys, yeah. it's such a fine line, right? But you still, like you said, you still need them to get out there and get a little bit of, you know, I I, I want to see Zeke get tackled. Well, because if you don't, then the argument's going to be, oh, you started them week one and they came in and, they, yeah, and, they're, and, soft. and, they, and they're soft and, they, and then they get injured. So, they like, get, yeah. there are some injuries out there that are just waiting to happen, like, uh, I, I don't have any one in mind because I'm not a fucking doctor scientist. <laughs> but there are there are injuries that are just like it's going to happen week one or week four. It's just a matter of yep. of time. And then there's injuries that's like, oh, shit, that guy rolled up on you. Or uh, what happened to poor uh, Saquon Barkley in that game we were watching yep. after Adam called him out. That's uh, And that's the main reason why we do our draft, our fantasy draft, after all these absolutely. games. Because otherwise you draft a guy – Oh, yeah, I get that in you, kid. Crack them if you got them. Son. Can I say the one um, injury that I'm not happy to see on this list or or that I think could be an issue here for the rest of the season is Jabril Cox? Oh, yeah. I think that the other ones I'm seeing are like, whatever, like James Washington, I think they're just holding them out. Well, James Washington's out for six to ten weeks. Yes, yeah, yeah, obviously. But Jabril, same with Cox. I think they're just holding him out because he's kind of, he probably won't play in the game because he's still coming back off of that knee injury from last year, right? Really? Okay. So it's not a new aggravated. Like it says, Cox suffered a minor knee injury in practice. Uh, oh, okay. So well, it, it is new. Well, hmm. I don't know. This might, it's all, um, it's all funky wording because he might have gone out there. We're like, I'm having near, my knee's sore. Yeah. Let me just go out and try, try for half an hour. Ah, no, it's still yep. sore. And then they put, then they update the list and now it, it seems fine. like it's a new list. But it is coming off of like, um, the rehabilitation process. It's part of the rehabilitation. Well, I mean, I, what we need to do is we need to get into that locker room. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we could sneak in. You have an AT and T stadium hat. <laughs> I do. I could. You're like this in. is so fi, dude. <laughs> uh, the, the, but the newest ones, like you mentioned, Jordan Lewis, C.D. Lamb, Noah Brown. Um, I mean, there's some other injury reserve guy, but I don't think any of them are very big names. Notable. But, but those three. Uh, Those are some big dogs, and two to the yeah. one of the least depth position we have wide receiver. So I'm going to ask you here, going into this game on Saturday, what are three things that you would like to see? I kind of touched a little bit on it earlier, but what are th- three things as uh, a fan of this team that you would like to see going in against the LA Chargers? I'd like to see more clarity out of our uh, kind of third, fourth, fifth. Uh, wide receivers. I'd like to see see one of them, uh, whether it be fucking Turpentine or Turner. Uh, no, not Turner. Shit. Uh, Houston. Houston or Basher or... Uh, Even Tolbert. Tolbert. One of those three, I'd like to see one of them step up and have a standout game. That would be, that would be nice and calming. The other thing I want to see is, of course, less penalties. Yep. And I want to see it in a way where it's like, oh, they've been, they, they didn't just get less penalties and now they're getting more sacks. We need to see that um, protection continue. Because what's the point? If, you, if the only way that you can play the NFL is by committing penalties, then you're not a really... An, then you're a bitch. Then you're, then you're an A.J. Johnson. Then you're... <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. only two. Oh, uh, number three. Um, shit, I mean, it would, yeah, kick, kicking. We gotta, we gotta, special teams. We gotta have some, but this, 
returning whatever we can we have a few weapons that can return a ball uh tp20 is probably our like i don't want them to well that's that's the whole point of having that turpin guy yeah yeah they're trying to take they're trying to make it so that cd lamb and tony pollard don't have to yeah and they shouldn't have to like those guys like we talked about if if either either of those guys get gets hurt well those are the we are in trouble and those are the um most probable plays for a person to get hurt is is I believe the special teams. Let's hear in chat. Team. What are you guys looking forward to? AJ just said his three. What in chat are you guys looking to see this week against the LA Chargers? I got a couple. I would like to see something from our starters just because it makes me feel like we're getting so damn close to NFL football. Like I want to see a Micah Parsons out there. I want to see him rushing the quarterback. I want to see uh, Dak slinging it to CD Lamb. You know, like I want to see some of these starters and I want to see these starters do well. Uh, AJ, I'm not going to say the penalties because you said the penalties, yep. but I'll go with something else. As I, I mentioned a bit, I want to see this Turpin cat. I want to see Turpin and I want to see him return the ball. He had a couple mental lapses. He, he fair caught two returnable balls. I think one was on a punt and one was on a kickoff. I want to see what this guy can do in some open space. And number three, I want to see, uh, Cooper rush or will Greer or Ben DiNucci kind of go out of the pack and claim that number two spot because in the NFL your quarterback two is just as important as your QB one yeah well I think what we basically just laid out is there are still a lot of questions not even some of its backup but some of its the starting lineup too I don't think that's a regular for this time of the season anyways no you're all. gonna most of the stuff you're looking forward at this point of the year at this point of the season preseason you're watching you want to see your depth positions play out right like you want to make sure your quarterback two is good you want to make sure your uh tackles like your swing tackles playing well you want to make sure your uh kicker looks good like there's stuff that obviously we would there's probably names that we might not even mention again in the season yeah that we're interested in seeing like will greer he might not take a snap ever in the regular season but it's still important to shore that position up yeah, we got to see, we got to see, we got to see the action. Um, and also, I, I, I do want to see the the main offense come out. If I can do a little fourth star here. Yeah, you want to see the starters. A hashtag or asterisk star. Who are you most excited to see? Which, <laughs> what starter? Because I haven't seen anything, anything that's off, off season. I want to see TP20 just get the ball and do some fucking fun like stuff. Like bust out, but does yeah. that make it a running back uh, controversy of, if, if TP20 gets it and runs for fucking a 60-yard TD. You're absolutely it's absolutely going to be people online, but I think from what I've seen um uh, Zeke is all for looking at the backfield as a as a uh, tandem. Like uh, um there was a I don't know if the interview was today, but there was an article I saw about an interview that he had today and he was talking more along the lines of like we rather than I'm the starter and he's the backup. And like, he was talking about the backfield, which I love to see, even though we know that Zeke's the fucking lead dog, the lead dog. But the way that he talks about it is like, makes me um, excited to see like the potential, because if, if you had to satisfy, if Zeke was the type of guy and you had to satisfy his ego and then like not run certain plays for that reason, which I would hope no team would ever do, but of course it does happen. Um, 
it, it's just nice to see that he's like uh, talking about that backfield as a tandem and not just I'm the starter, he's the backup. Whoa, did I'm you, number one, did you see number this? Two. What's that? And off script, did you guys see the vids I sent where LVE and Zach Martin sent a shout out to Cowboys Can Fan? What? AJ's on it. AJ's on it. You look at him. You got him. <laughs> Let's get a zoom in on AJ. He's going full. That's him. That's how he looks when he's Googling. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Serrato boots on the ground. Well, AJ's looking for that. Eric also made a good point. Uh, he wants to see his main man, Isaac Alacron, earn a spot on the team. I know AJ's a big Alacron fan, and I feel like if Alacron makes the team, you'd be getting a jersey. Alacron. Yeah, Alacron kind of reminds me a little bit of on, on Andre the Giant vibe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's from Mexico. Mexico, my, yep. My second home. Uh, voluntarily. AJ, AJ spends a lot of time in Mexico for anyone that's listening and wondering. But only, only in the tourist parts. I ain't going too crazy. Um, no, that would be cool. I think that he is on the team as the uh, inter all NFL teams have an international option. It doesn't actually take up a roster spot, I don't believe. Yeah. And so he's on that cusp of actually being an NFL 55 man roster, but he's just not quite there, but they do want to keep bringing him back. Yeah. Cuz he's a big boy. Would um, would those would those videos be in the Facebook Messenger? Yeah, and I'm Oh, is that what you're in right there? I can't see. My eyes are terrible. Wait, where did he send it? Eric, where'd you send those? Is it in the the Facebook Messenger? That's my guess. He probably sent new ones. I'm in the Facebook Messenger. I don't I don't see it. Oh, maybe it's ones <clears throat> he sent before. The drive. Oh, he put it on the drive. Oh, shit. Right. Okay, so let's zoom into AJ again going at... Uh, <laughs> he's going for it. He's going to da, find da, it. Da, 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 da. Hey, look, we made this special drive, um, and we for our boy Eric Eric Serrato, boots on the ground. Back. Eric, are you going to be at the game on uh, on Saturday? Hey, crack him if you got him. Crack son. him if you got him. If you're out there and you are uh, looking to crack him yourself, oh shit! Here Eric's going to be at the game on Saturday. Fucking epic! I'm so jealous. That's probably the best preseason game to be at. Preseason week two, the dress rehearsal. Uh, it's your most likely chance. And if you don't mind me asking, what, what does a preseason game at SoFi cost? And did you get it secondary market or did you buy the tickets? Uh, oh, Jesus. oh, sorry. Okay, here we go. Let me close. I, I don't know if this is a shout out to Canfan or not, but whoops. There it is. Oh, oh, there it is. We love you, man. Here, well, let me get you. You got to give me a sec here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sorry. And, and you muted me. Oh, did I mute you? There I am. There, okay. Sorry, sorry, dude. <laughs> okay, one second here. I could still hear you. I think it was just Okay, there we go. All right, here we go. LVE, can we get a shout-out to all your fans on CanFan? There it is. There he is! <laughs> you, hey, you know what? I've talked a lot of smack about LVE. He just won my heart right there. He just won my damn heart right there. Oh, there's Zachy. Hey, Zach, let me get a shout-out to all your fans on Can't fan podcast. There it is. We love you, man. He said it. He said it. He knew what it was, and he was a little embarrassed that he's a subscriber. And that's okay. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Hey, you're you're the goat. You're the goat. Eric, Eric. dude, thanks so much. I I totally forgot that we uh, shared that folder with you. So AJ AJ gets stoned. I do think. Actually, I forgot about it, too. I could have been looking at this, too. Okay, so that's where we're going with. uh, That's awesome. Hey, that's so cool. Um, 
it's so awesome to see that NFL players are responding to Cowboys can fan. <laughs> they're wanting to subscribe. They're wanting to get involved there. You know, um, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple of super subs from, uh, or what, what are they called? Super chats. Super subs. <laughs> that if makes we, me want to get Subway on the I drive know, home. A super, uh, can I get one of your super subs, sir? You invented that in your brain. <laughs> There's no such thing. Uh, so we talked about a little bit the the Chargers, the L, uh, the LA Chargers, the Dallas Cowboys game. Um, we'll be live streaming it again on Saturday. So stop by if you're here. Yep. Is there anything else we want to talk about, look at? No, I think we can I wrap think, this one up. I think up. we can wrap it up. We had a great time talking to everyone. Uh, Eric Serato bought direct for $70 for the ticket. That's sick. I would do that in a heartbeat. Like if Seattle, if the Cowboys would have been playing in oh. Seattle, we would have been going. Hell yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Well, it's going to happen one year. We'll see. Oh, yeah. they they they. Well, the year that Romo like hurt his back and was out forever was in, at Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't there. I was out of town working. I was actually at a bar. I was Well, not a bar, a pub, having dinner, watching it. And I was just like, oh, we're so fucked. And then Dacky Boy just came in and, and killed it. There's That's some cowboy fol- folklore right there. That is. So for, uh, I can't even see the bandwagon. Bo- oh, hey, Lindsay Bessie. Hey, from California. Hey, Lindsay, how's it going? What's up? Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, L-Y. Uh, but for the bandwagon boy <laughs> and your host, Anth Bess, uh, I think we're out until Saturday, guys. And uh, hit that shit, Soldier Boy. <laughs> I hate that. I thought we were making a song. We are. We are. We are. 